G'day and welcome to Partake. Today I want to talk about what could be possibly the greatest challenge to the church in Christian discipleship. But first let me read from the scriptures. The Apostle John writing in 1 John 2 verses 15 to 17 Don't love the world's ways. Don't love the world's goods. Love of the world squeezes out love for the Father. Practically everything that goes on in the world, wanting your own way, wanting everything for yourself, wanting to appear important, has nothing to do with the Father. It just isolates you from him. The world and all its wanting, wanting, wanting is on the way out. But whoever does what God wants is set for eternity. So I wonder what you think is the greatest challenge to the church and therefore Christian discipleship at the beginning of the 21st century. What is possibly one of the greatest challenges to Christian disciples to their standing alone and being faithful to God? Some people I speak to think that the surge of rampant atheism fueled by the thinking and writing of Richard Dawkins and the writings of Philip Pullman are the greatest current threat. Others say it is the weak liberal theology in parts of the church. Other people say Islam. And certainly those three examples are threats, but they are not what I think is the greatest threat. I want to propose to you that quite possibly the biggest threat to Christian discipleship and the church is the temptation or seduction of materialism. This is where following Jesus' command to take up the cross becomes practical for us because it will involve sacrifice. This is where loving God and loving others becomes difficult. Materialism groups both the church community on both a local and global scale but also Christian disciples if it is allowed to to fester and grow. Assuming and casting off materialism will see Christian disciples being radical by the very society which we are trying to win for Jesus. So what is materialism? Well, every person has in different quantities possessions and money. These things in and of themselves are not evil. It is, however, our reaction and attitudes towards them that causes us to be seduced in this area. Materialism is a reliance on possessions, money, people or even the church as our ultimate objects of trust instead of in God the Father. The Apostle John writing, as, or writing in 1 John 2.16 as I read earlier but in a different translation gives a very accurate picture of materialism. He calls it lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes and the pride of life. That, brothers and sisters, is materialism. So if there was to be a sin that marks our particular generation, particularly here in the Western Hemisphere, then it would be the sin of materialism and the worship of objects and people. Every day hundreds of thousands of people die from lack of food, water, clothing and shelter. For each of us, these things are taken for granted. When we feel like a change of house or location, we just move. If we feel like going out for dinner at that time, why not? The whole Christian community is one which reflects the Holy Trinity and the church is to be a community 
where the strongest members support the weakest members. And this applies not only to the local church, but also to the global church, and therefore has a national and international context as well. And too often as Christians we are found turning a blind eye to the suffering of others, where the bare necessities of life are in space existence. Too often we gather possessions and people instead of giving up our time and money generously to help the poor and needy of both the global and local communities. As Christian disciples living in the world of the 21st century, where wealth is seen as a sign of success, the cult of celebrity is rife, and where values of family, moral values and God have taken a back seat, how should a Christian disciple respond to materialism? A lot of churches measure their success solely by the number of members in the congregation or by how much money goes into the offering pot each week. However, not just good things grow. Islam itself measures its success on the so-called growth in those who would consider calling themselves a Muslim. It is the fastest growing religion in Australia, albeit due to immigration. However, every gardener will tell you that even weeds grow. So counting numbers is not the best way to measure success. The measure of a successful Christian disciple can be seen in those verses I read earlier from 1 John, but also in Matthew chapter 22, where Jesus said, Love the Lord your God with all your passion and prayer and intelligence. This is the most important commandment the first on any list. But there is a second commandment to set alongside it. Love others as well as you love yourselves. These two commands are pegs. Everything in God's law and the prophets hangs from them. So by doing these two things, we show trust in God and not in anything or anybody else. By doing those two things, both as a church and as individual Christian disciples, secular society will see we are neither dangerous nor deluded. To Richard Dawkins and his aficionados who think all religion is pure evil, based on delusion and that religion has never done a good thing in history to benefit humanity, it will help show the folly and irrationality of their thinking. If church communities and Christian disciples make radical steps such as eschewing materialism both in being and making disciples I think the church and Christian disciples would no longer be seen as a deluded and irrelevant body or people. Rather they would be seen as a thriving community resulting in Jesus being glorified and holy transformation taking place. After all, Jesus is the master of the Christian disciple and he is the head of the church. For more to think about, please do read for yourself Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 to 40. Ask yourself the following questions, writing them down if you can, and see how you respond or react to them. Then why not share your answers with your spouse or a close friend? so that you can pray over any issues together. Question 1. As a Christian disciple, 
in what ways are you being seduced by materialism? Question 2. What things can I do, not do, or give up to aid the weakest members of my community? Then question 3. How can you use your passion, prayer and intelligence this week for the glory of God? Next time I shall hopefully be discussing about contentment. As ever, if you have any comments to make on this, please do contact me at partake at hotmail.co.uk. I would love to hear from you, and if these are making any difference at all to your continual Christian discipleship. Thank you.